Hello and welcome to this special podcast episode brought to you by the Treasury Today Group. In September, Treasury Today's Women in Treasury EMEA Forum took place at stunning Playsterers Hall in London. In attendance were over 140 guests from some of the region's largest companies. We presented our Women of the Year EMEA Awards to two outstanding female Treasury leaders and shared findings of this year's Treasury Today's Women in Treasury Global Equity Study, sponsored by Standard Chartered. Above all, it was a chance for the unique community to meet in person once again. Meg Coates, publisher and head of operations, began by welcoming everyone to the event, remarking how the initiative has come a long way since its launch 11 years ago. Milestones include hosting an event with Microsoft CFO Amy Hood at their Seattle headquarters and participating in the unveiling of Fearless Girl, at her permanent home outside the New York Stock Exchange. Next, Sophie Jackson, Treasury Today's publisher and head of strategic content, introduced panelists for an inspiring discussion. I'm very excited to introduce my amazing panel today. So I'm joined by Kemi Balarin, head of Treasury for Europe at GXO Logistics, Brigitte Kokahans, head of Treasury at Siemens Health and Ears. Adesola Orimalade, C-suite level treasury professional and business consultant, as well as an author and a speaker, and many other things for our community. And finally, Karen Wall, Vice President, Head of Open Banking and Value Added Services Product Management for Europe, the Middle East and Africa at JP Morgan. It opened with Kemi, who shared her career journey. Like many treasurers, she entered the profession as a chartered accountant and landed her first role in treasury as an assistant. She said her journey would have been easier if she had had obvious role models. I do look back and think, oh, maybe the journey could have been better if I had someone uh, to help and guide me on the journey. Maybe the stars would have aligned better. Most people have a catalytic point in their career when it speeds up or goes in a new and exciting direction. For Begrita, That juncture came when she took on an assignment in the US, opening the door on managing a large, diverse team for the first time. I took on an assignment in the US and this was really a change for me. Yeah, not only managing a bigger team in the treasury organization at Siemens at that time, but also coming at the same time with a different culture. Yeah, working in an environment where already at that time my team was 50% female, and not only that, but with a very diverse ethnical, religious, whatever you know, characteristics you can think of background. And that really made a difference for me in how I look at people. Yeah? Um, also very much thinking of, we always talk about you know, gender diversity. For me, diversity is a much broader topic, yeah. Yeah, even though I appreciate all the female uh, participants here. Also, if you look at the female or male um, team, you know, everyone is an individual and everyone is different. Yeah, I think this is something important to consider. Karen explained that experiences drawn from her first career supporting people with addiction helped shape her approach to later roles at Revolut and Western Union and continue to inform how she thinks and acts at JP Morgan. When I was in the addiction space, it really taught me a lot about resiliency even if we all talk the same, look the same, or look different, 
we all have different approaches to things. So that was like a lesson that stuck with me early on. And kind of to Brigitte's point, when I moved across industries, I've gone from local roles, roles in Ireland, to global roles with Revolution and Western Union, to regional roles um, at JP Morgan. So you really have to understand that there's a diversity in thought when you look across countries globally um, and locally. And ultimately, when you're looking across your evolution of your career, the one thing that's kind of always stuck to me is that you have to work with people and there has to be a joint purpose to what you're striving yeah. towards. The idea of purpose was echoed by Adesola, a male ally of women in Treasury. He also explained how his winding journey through banking roles to Treasury illustrate there is no one right route. It has been like this, you know, not a straight journey, but I've also learned because in the I work for different industries. Banking gave me a very good platform. Working for multinationals gave me a very good platform. Um, but I worked in different uh, organizations since then, so that's how I came into Treasury. But I, to me, it's a journey that's been worth it, absolutely. All the panellists shared the importance of supporting colleagues and giving back. For Karen, this has included supporting colleagues develop coding skills. It was really to start equipping people that were coming up in the industry to be able to have the skill set of the future. So whether that was learning how to do SQL SQL or Python or learn different languages, yeah, cool. it was really to apply it to their skill set. So, I have to say it was an interesting experience, learned a lot both personally and professionally, but the one thing it really gave me the conviction is you have to push sometimes and pushing for others as well as yourself. It's not just about sitting back and, and you know, taking the path of least resistance. For Kemi, giving back includes her role as Dean of Career Nuggets Academy, a social enterprise focused on mentoring and teaching social skills in the workplace. I took on the post of being the Dean of Career Nuggets Academy. So Career Nuggets is a social enterprise hub. Uh, we deliver a workplace excellence program and the whole point of that program is just to give people skills that would enable them excel in the workplace because now it's about skills. It's not about the technical, yeah, the technical is there. We're all accountants, qualified doctors, lawyers, whatever. But how do you survive you know, in the workplace? So we curated uh, what you call the Workplace Excellence Program. It's an eight-week program. It's actually accredited now by the Institute of Leadership and Management. So that's a big, that was a big win for us. I think we've got 200 graduates, and we have 100 in the pipeline that will be graduating in December. Again, these people have come back with feedback as to how they've done better. They're looking at their workplace uh, communication. They're talking about you know, conflict resolution, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, they're taking it back to their workplace to just be better. So again, that sits well with me in terms of what can you give back to the community. The conversation turned to reflections on leadership. Adesola believes people are inherently reluctant to share their stories because they fear judgment. We need as leaders to recognise that if we want people to be good at what they do, we need to create a safe environment for people to be themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an example. Um, I recently had the pleasure of bringing together 17 senior professionals from around the world to write an anthology. And one thing I found when I would reach out to people to contribute their stories, people were very, very reluctant to share their stories. They're very reluctant. And these are not racist stories. We just wanted to tell us lessons that they've learned in life and to put that in a book that we could you know, give out to people to, to learn from. We're still reluctant to do that because we are very judgmental whether we like it or not. We claim not to be, but we are. And people are afraid of being shaped, they are being afraid of being called out, they are being afraid of all that. Brigitte countered how she is steering the direction of her 120-strong department. 
I'm heading the global Siemens Healthineers Treasury team, 120 people worldwide on a global basis. And I'm really adamant about you know, developing diverse talent. We have gone through a very interesting transition and you know, through the hiring of diverse talent, we're bringing on data scientists now that are helping us to develop mm. our AI forecasting models. Yeah, we've been very successful with that already. This brings such a different experience and angle to our you know, kind of core treasury and what we think treasury is. I think these are new experiences and that gives us also a bright future. I also think that you know, we as a treasury community can do more in promote what is treasury. Mm, because yeah. like you said, sometimes it's like an accident that you land in treasury because after my studies, I, I really didn't know what treasury is. Mm. Yeah? So what can we do to promote that to be role models yeah, for our juniors, for the younger generation to build up that knowledge and to, to foster these career paths? Later, Kemi articulated the difference between equity and equality. When we talk about equality, we're talking about um, treating people identically. Yeah. You know, it's almost, it perpetuates inequality from my perspective. Yeah. You know, because we all have different backgrounds, different circumstances. We do not have the same baseline. Right. So that's what equality is all about. However, you know, on the other hand, you talk about equity. And that's actually recognizing the fact that we have different start lines and making sure that when we put policies out there or when we put initiatives out there, we're recognizing that we're all different in all forms. So therefore, we are distributing resources in a fair and a just way. And Karen concluded by pointing out that cultural change is best achieved by working with a team. Ultimately, you're not going to change the culture of the company systemically if senior management are brought in, but you can work with your wider teams or functions. So it really is down to certain things about like, how are you setting up you know, emerging talent, also talent that's rejoining an organization or is moving across fields, like how are you supporting them? People with different backgrounds, different thought processes, different abilities, do you need to make accommodations for them? There are different things to drive DE&I in an organization. It's just looking within your own team first and are you actually practicing what you're preaching. A big thank you to this year's panellists, Kemi, Brigitte, Adesola and Karen, and to everyone who joined us on the day. Thanks also to our sponsors, JP Morgan and Standard Chartered. If you would like to hear more of our podcast episodes, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you would like to be part of the conversation, you can join our Women in Treasury community on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.